Good morning. Welcome to Jesus and Coffee with Pastor Tom, where we have a little bit of coffee and a whole lot of Jesus. This morning, we are starting Proverbs 19. It feels like we have been in Proverbs 18 for a really long time, and I think we have. Uh, but we are in Proverbs 19. Um, some good verses this morning. So um, let's say a word of prayer and get started. Father, thank you for this morning, for this time that we have to study your word, to be glorified. Open our eyes to see clearly the truth that's here. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, so let's look at look at Scripture. This one's very straightforward and practical, verse 1. Um, and it really does speak for itself. And, you, you know, you can spend a lot of time on this verse talking about it, but... Um, well, let's just read it. Better is a poor person who walks in his integrity than one who is crooked in speech and is a fool. So, <clears throat> notice it doesn't say so much. You automatically think of the dynamic between rich and poor. Um, and that is kind of what it is is portraying here. But notice, though, it doesn't say rich person. At the bottom, like it says, better is a poor person who walks in integrity than one who is crooked in speech and is a fool. So it's not so much talking about trying to label that every rich person is is crooked or that every poor person is a person of integrity. Okay, you need to be careful. You need to be careful with that mindset because people can sometimes fall into that mindset just because you have less that automatically means that you are a person of character and integrity <laughs> and that's not always true or just because you're rich that means you're a bad person or you take advantage of other people and that is not true and so we need to be careful to not fall into that mindset just look at the way that Solomon words it here better is a poor person who walks in integrity then one could be a poor person or a rich person there, right? Then a person or one who is crooked in speech and is a fool. At the end of the day, what is most important is a person's character. And listen, you could throw any other other cultural setting or, or um, you know, any other thing could apply to this, not just finances, rich or poor. You could be a person with a different skin color. You could be a person of different nationality who speaks a different language, um, who has different uh, religious beliefs even, yes. What is important is the integrity, and what that's rooted in is what is most important, okay? Um, so what is our integrity rooted in? Well, according to Solomon, true wisdom is knowing God. It's knowing God. God. And yes, when I make the statement, let me clarify, when I make the statement, someone of different religious beliefs, at the end of the day, you may call yourself a Baptist, you may call yourself a Methodist, you may call yourself a Catholic, you may call yourself a Lutheran, whatever different branch. What is most important is whether or not you see and savor the glory of God through the face of Jesus, that you have put faith and trust in in Jesus Christ and that he is your greatest treasure that at the end of the day that is the gospel message and the gospel of Jesus brings us to the greatest commandment 
And so that is what is most important. And that is what genuine character and integrity is going to be rooted in. Okay, so I'm not going to spend too much more time on this, but obviously um, your, your character, your attitude, the person that you are, how you treat others and your relationship with God is of more value than any material thing. Uh, reputation, power, whatever you want to call it, it's more important than any of that because all those material things are no good if you're someone who's crooked in speech, someone who doesn't know the Lord, someone who, who um, you know, does not seek after God but seeks after self-preservation and self-gain. They are a fool. They are a fool. All right, verse 2. Desire without knowledge is not good, and whoever makes haste with his feet misses his way. Okay, desire. Think ambition, ambitious people. There's nothing wrong with being an ambitious person. Actually, we're lacking that, I think, in the generations that are coming up. We have too many people who are not ambitious. They kind of live in fear, and they don't want to grow up and go out and face the world. We have an epidemic of that going on in the American culture. Um, young people coming to age, and they are, have been so reliant on parents and maybe they have overprotective parents that they're not willing to go out and take risk in the world. I mean, that's part of, of learning and growing. You're going to take some risk. But, but, that does not mean that you are foolish in taking those risks. When you go out and you, you pursue things in the world and you learn and you grow and you try new things and you learn to take care of yourself and be more independent as a person, you need to be wise. You need to not rush into it. Be ambitious, but be wise. Seek knowledge. Learn about things. Examine situations before you jump into stuff. And that's what Solomon's saying here. Desire is not bad. Ambition is not bad um, to, to try to pursue and to grow things, to, to climb high mountains, so to speak. Okay, It's good to have that. That gives hope, that, that looks forward to things. You have a goal, a target to pursue, okay? But doing it without knowledge is not good. And if you're hasteful in it without growing in wisdom and knowledge, then you can miss your, your way. Your feet can miss his way, okay? As Solomon says, so be wise. Now, that's just good. That's a general rule of thumb in life, right? A very practical statement, kind of like the one up top here. It's a very practical statement. You know, what's most important is a person's character and integrity, not what they have or what what they've done, so to speak, okay? Just because you're a famous actor doesn't mean you're a good person, okay? Now, <clears throat> how do we apply this to spiritual matters in our relationship with the Lord? Well, um, we need to, as Christians... Obviously, it's good to have ambition in life. But as we approach things and as we pursue things, we need to make sure that we are pursuing these things with a foundation that we're doing it for the glory of God. Because God is our greatest treasure. He's supposed to be, right? The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. That means no matter what we do in our life as a Christian, we need to do it with the, the mindset how is this going to bring glory to God? 
How can I bring more glory to God? How can I reflect his beauty, his glory, his character in what I'm doing? Therefore, regardless of what age you are, as you move in life and as you seek things with ambition, the question should always be on your mind, is this God's will? Is this what God wants? Is this going to please him? Lord, your will be done, not mine. What do you want? This whole idea of of having desire without knowledge, not being good, connects directly to wisdom and seeking after God's leadership and guidance. Okay? It's seeking after God's leadership and guidance and direction and following Him and going to Him in prayer and saying, God, what do I do here? I need you to guide me. I need you to direct me. Help give me wisdom. Help lead me. And that should be a prayer on our minds and in our hearts every single day. And so this idea here, <clears throat> desire without knowledge is not good. It, another way we can put this is ambition, decision-making, um, goal-orienting our life without God's guidance and leadership and understanding and wisdom and knowledge is not good. Okay? Taking God out of your, your life decisions in the equation of your life is not good. That's really another way that we can look at this verse. And if you do that, Whoever makes haste and does that without seeking God's wisdom, without seeking after God's guidance and direction, with his feet, misses his way. Okay? And that's what's going to happen. And I have experienced that numerous times in my life. You kind of react. Instead of going to God in prayer, maybe a trial comes your way, something happens and, and it's stressful, and anxiety kicks in and then it ramps up and you start to worry and then you start to get a little anxious and angry even. You get short with the people around you because you're worried, right? You're scared a little bit. Fear kind of sets in. So you're, you're short-tempered. You snap at people and uh, you get negative in your attitude. You get depressed maybe. You get discouraged. Instead of doing all that, because you, what you're doing, when that happens, you're trying to take all the weight of whatever trouble is coming your way. But what does the Bible tell us? Jesus says, lay your yoke upon me. I will make things easy. I'll make it light. You come to me, trust in me, seek after my guidance, after my knowledge, and things are not going to be so tough. I'm going to help you. Kind of like the footprints in the sand, right? You see the footprints in the sand, and there's two sets of footprints, and then when a hard time came in the person's life, all they see is one set of footprints, and they misunderstand thinking that God had left, and those was their footprints. But the whole time, that was the footprints of the Lord, because he was then carrying that person. And that's what we need to do. Go to God. Let him carry you. Let him hold you. Let him comfort you. Let him lead you, guide you, and direct you. Be ambitious. Go out and live in the world. Pursue things of the world. Set goals, but make sure all of that is done with a foundation of seeking God's will first in all of those things. And so every person of every age needs to take that to heart. A lot of good stuff here today. Thank you for joining me. I'm going to stop there. God is good. And uh, seek him first. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, seek first the kingdom of God. Seek first the kingdom of God. Have a blessed day. And I'll see you again tomorrow. Bye.